solves it, you're fine. Okay, and that's exactly why we have an audio test. We have an audio test to make sure that we don't record for 30 minutes and then realize that we had no audio. It's a good thing we didn't... Lip sync what we were saying. <laughs> and not a chance. Okay. Hello, it's Guru Brando and sometimes curious guest Q for another episode of Positively Entertaining Conversations. And not really sure what we're going to talk about, but we're going to start somewhere and probably end up in entirely a whole nother area. But we'll get you somewhere and it'll be fun. So today for me, I talked to Uncle Derek. Just a little Uncle Derek? Yeah, Uncle Derek. Derek, back in Texas. Okay. Wow. I didn't know he was uncle. Well, that's what I call him to the little boys. Oh, I had no idea. Yeah. I've never heard that once. Okay, it's it's because he's not related at all. He's just been a friend for eternity. Like, as long as Beth has, we've been friends. He was best friend and my friend. Even lived with me for a little bit. And uh, so we're like brothers. Anyway, so that's why I said uncle. Okay, so I talked to him today, and Mm -hmm. literally nothing has changed for him. He said, like, nothing. He hasn't gotten a pet. He doesn't have a house plant. He um, is doing the same shit different day. Probably not supposed to say that. Sorry, guys. Same stuff different day. But I always, when he tells me that, and he's saying, you know, that, uh, nothing major's going on, and he doesn't really have anything to report. We haven't talked in several months, and uh, nothing really to report. When he does that, it creates an image in my head. Does it for you? The a dimly lit apartment with it's very clean, but there's also very little things in it. Well, you incredibly described Eric, yeah, to a T. Well, that you know a bit about him. He's an only child. And he often talks about being an only child in the context of, I know I'm selfish. I, you know, I know it's got to be about me, me, me. He's like, I'm sorry, only child. I'm a brat. It's okay. And uh, it's fun. You know, it's funny. Yeah, it, but it's true. He really lives up to that stereotype. Wow. Well, he does. He lives up to it and he'll own it. I mean, he's got no shame in it and he shouldn't. He's worked hard. Mm. For everything that yeah. he's had, that he has. Yeah. So, um, so if he can afford it, that kind of cancels it out. Yeah. If he can afford to, to um, just do what he wants to do, uh, and and be okay with that, then he's not hurting anyone, mm-hmm. and he's not hurting himself. But to me, sometimes I worry because he has also had some depression issues in the past that led to health issues very similar to mine you know i um began to have health issues and diabetes etc etc and then we finally realized that because i was in depression i was not taking very good care of myself my diet all this during the pandemic it's even worse because you can't do the things you're used to doing yeah and uh and so my concern and worry always goes to Oh, no, is he taking care of himself? You know, and it's not my place to worry. You know, I'm sure he is. However, if friends did not concern themselves about you and you were in a bad place, wouldn't you want someone there to be interested in you and say you're worth it? Yeah. 
and sometimes uh, do you ever say to yourself oh they're depressed again I'll just let them suffer through it or oh you know they're they're alone they're happy with it they're happy that you know they feel um, alone do you ever say it's okay uh, it depends on the friend if I've dealt with them before and and when I, you know, when I, I don't like to get involved in that stuff. Um, but if it's like, you know, a close don't friend. Don't bait. If it's, a, if it's a close friend, I'm like, yeah, sure, man, what's up? But like, if they keep falling in the same trap, and I've given them all the advice I can give them, like, I'm just like, I, I can't. <laughs> right. And, and, you know, we shouldn't And always... it's like, I'm here for you, man, but I'm not giving you any more advice. I'm just going to chill. Right. And, and that's when you decide to stop accepting the responsibility of the person. When you say, you know, I'm out, you're, you're going to do your own thing anyway, then you're saying, you know, hey, uh, you got to work through your issues. They're not mine. Yeah. 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 And uh, it's funny because I know that... I'm, I've known Derek forever, and I know that he's okay. Like, I don't worry that he's super depressed. But in the back of my mind, I see the pattern of behavior that says I isolate away from people. And the more you isolate away from people, the less exposure you have to those triggers that make you insecure. And so the kind of brattier you'll be, meaning you don't need anyone. You yeah. know? And everyone, it is human nature to be social. Yeah. And if you're not, then, you know, you should at least reflect upon what it is that you don't like so you can kind of work through that. My concern is he will never have another person to bring into our commune when it's built. Like, it's just going to be him. He's just going to be the <laughs> IT guy that just takes care of the town and or the commune, takes care of us. But, you know, still is just in a cave somewhere that we yeah. locate him. And periodically we go and check on him. That's that's literally every IT guy ever. I, I know. Oh, wow. And he lives that stereotype. Like, totally. Every IT guy ever. even. But that's not and, true because technically I'm an IT guy. I am a bio Yes, but this stereotypical IT guy. IT guy. Every IT guy I've seen in my life was like that. Unless he was, like, an actual, like, fully grown man and not just some millennial well, Derek is a fully grown man. I mean, like, a kid. <laughs> okay, I was like, what? All right, okay. So, like, I've seen, like, yeah, the 50-year-old ones Derek's that know what right. they're doing. And then there's, like, there's the kids that also know what they're doing, but they're also, like, they don't care. They're just yeah, giving my $5. True. I just, uh, you understand where my concern is. Is it similar to, like, you, whenever you were isolating for a long time and only just um, talking to people online? Yeah. How that was, how, you know, you weren't seeing people. This is before quarantine. Now, bless your heart. Bless your heart. Because everything you've been prepping for your whole life, you're now totally prepared for. You've been doing online your whole life, you know. Whereas people like me, who are used to being social. Yeah, um, people are like, um, like... I miss my, people. My therapist was like, wow, you can do this Zoom thing really fast. And I was like, well, I use Skype. <laughs> that that was like, what, seven years ago? Oh, my God, yeah. Well, look, it's a process for some of us, okay? And, you know, you're teaching us fogies. Fogies? Old fogies. The, uh, 
the ropes, I guess. But in that context, do you feel like it is more beneficial to be isolative uh, in in nature? You know, yeah. just naturally want to kind of go within yourself. Is it better to be more introspective or is it better to be more the other direction to where you're more aware and uh, of everything of you know environment and stuff and i ask you that because you have a unique perspective because you have asperger's well um there's an opportunity cost to each um with it's like with online you talk to people online for a while more than you talk to people in real life you you learn like everyone kind of falls into a different category and you're able to see it uh like a click yeah and and you can you know how to deal with them but they also like in person can't do it but that's because they can't, even though they know how they can't but do it. that's because they can have a persona online yeah and all their insecurities are gone as long as they keep up that persona. Yeah. But that's not genuine and you can't form a genuine relationship. Or do you think that you can? No, you got to like, you, I think it's possible, but you got to really try hard and you got to know how to manage yourself and your partner has to know how to manage themselves. So. Which is basically automatically requires you to, to be at least 30 some years old. So what do you feel like then, from your viewpoint, you have to remind yourself so you don't get stuck in just that that cyber friendship? What do you have to remind yourself of to to start participating in things again? Um, because, you, like I said, you've been training for a pandemic your whole life. You just didn't know it. It's just because you're you of all people having Asperger's have internet addiction and you did for a long time and so you absolutely know how to do all that crap that some people don't even think about you know yeah um and so you've been ready for this and now that it's here and you're able to easily navigate it but other people aren't you know is that is that you know more beneficial no or, that's such a that it's like with computers that's such a like that a small thing in the real human sphere you know you're either getting this little 10% which is computers and you're just skipping out all the 90% which yeah. is everything else that's not computers do you regret now that you're more aware do you regret having been so wrapped up in friendships online and not real world friendships um I'm not sure, because back then I was actually quite content with my friendships. Uh, however, um, however, I was like a huge crybaby. <laughs> what do you mean so, a crybaby? Sensitive? Uh, I think. I, I, I mean, I cried. Triggery. Like, uh, yeah, basically. It's not like someone would say something to me. Uh, uh, it's not, well, it's not that bad in, uh, once I got to third grade, or no, fourth, fifth grade, didn't get that bad, it kind of, that kind of went away, but people would have to do things, or would have to get in trouble, 
And immediately, like, I start crying and whining. Do you know why? Uh... I... Well, the feeling of getting in trouble was really bad, of course, for any kid. But, like, I was way too old for, to be doing that. Do you, um, do you think maybe you weren't conditioned into knowing what, um, what it was to go against something? Like, because you were always mm, a pretty good kid. Yeah, I you wasn't like, conditioned. Yeah, you never that. really deviated from a routine. Yeah. Uh, I can't even imagine you really getting in trouble other when you, other other than when you throat punch that kid in kindergarten or preschool. What kindergarten? I don't remember. Yeah, kindergarten. Why was that again? It was Miss Butler's class. Ms. Who Butner. then was later no Butner. Oh, Miss Butner. Where was at the school? Oh my God. Wow. I don't remember. I'm pretty sure. Well, it was no, it was Miss Davis. Miss Davis. That was Ms. my pre-K. Davis. That was yes. My and do you know Miss Davis ended up being Lucas's teacher right before we left Fort Bragg? But she has a new name. She had a new name. She got married, and mm. she remembered us. And what was weird is we had moved to Germany and moved back. Crazy. Yeah, because it was when you were in pre-K or kindergarten. God dang it, kindergarten. And the other, the aide worked with her. The aide. The Hispanic aide. Miss, Miss, Esquite, Miss. Uh, yeah. I thought she was always saying Miss Mosquito, but that's not her name. She was like well, a Janice shout out to them because they were super super cool. Yeah, I remember. But that. yeah, that cool. that was really good experiences. But back to the original point, you were saying at that school um, was the time that you can identify you were overly sensitive to probably criticism. Uh, kindergarten pre K. Uh, that's a normal thing. All the way up till I was probably about. Oh, no, never mind. Honestly. I'm thinking about all the times now, and it's like, from, like, physically crying, mm -hmm. uh, probably about, like, 12, 13. That's when it stopped. And then, uh, but when it comes to, like, still getting feelings hurt, but you don't cry, up to, like, 15. Why? What changed? Your awareness? Yeah, basically. Um, it's like people online will tell you. They'll tear you apart. Yeah. Uh, and especially if they if they know something or two about you. And so uh, you, it you kind know, of, though, in a way, it prepares you for taking criticism in real life. Because, like, people have yelled all kinds of fancy obscenities at me. And literally, I'm just chill with it. I'm like... Yeah, whatever, man. Because, you know, it's their issue entirely, right? And, yeah, and it's not only that. It's just that it's like, really, that's it? Like, <laughs> Okay, you realize, wow. though, you lack social awareness. Like, yeah. you're behind the curb in social awareness. So the fact that you're actually able to identify that somebody is intentionally being mean um, yeah. is kind of amazing. Shout out to Miss Brittany for that, right? And Miss Carol. So, um Look, looking at it in hindsight, why do you do you just really think it's because you lacked exposure to it? Um, I guess. I remember crying like 
every time I get in trouble for anything. Yeah, you really do. Yeah, yeah. Uh -huh. And um, I don't know. I got in trouble a lot because of behavior. I had behavioral issues, some kind of behavioral well, issues. Well, the only behavioral issue you had was you said exactly unfiltered what was happening. And people didn't understand that because we did not have you with a diagnosis and a 504 yeah. or an IP because you were above the class, you know, but you still got bullied because you were above the class. Um, and looking at it. I don't remember it, being above the class. I never even got that yeah, good of grades. Well, that has nothing to do with your intelligence. That was all application. That's why we're always telling you we know you're smart oh. enough to do this crap. You're just lazy. Oh, you mean, I thought you meant like actually above the class, like in the system, not like... No, 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 no. Oh, no. no. I never thought of myself as above the class. I know you didn't, but that's also why you never try. Mm. You know, because if you just pretend like you don't know stuff, then you don't have to do stuff. That's, that's the pure essence of laziness. You just say, I don't know, and the more you say, I don't know, the less work you have to do. Because when you say, I don't know, it means I want someone to find out for me. But when you say, I don't know, but let me find out, and then you actually go and find out, you ask questions instead of waiting for someone to just tell you. That's the awareness thing. That's the awareness of others, your social awareness. So when people have a request and they make a request to you, you can, uh, you can receive it because you also make requests of others yeah and so when you form an online friendship and you're requesting things of them and they don't fulfill those things is it the same as in person um do you understand what i mean can, uh, can you equate the two can someone fulfill the same requests that you would have in a friendship online that no. they can person what what could they not meet what for friendship hey man i need a ride home uh, oh yeah. wait you live in australia <laughs> hey yeah that's that's a good one that's that's the primary one and it's like the lack of face to face uh hearing their voice uh you know that takes away from it Ooh, how many times have you had an online friend that when you chatted for the first time, you heard their voice for the first time, it was not at all what you thought they were going to sound like? Uh, yeah. There was this, there was this, uh, there's some kid I met on a game, and, yeah, uh, and you can tell he's a kid, he's in chat yelling about whatever stupid crap, and so later on, uh, I'm in a voice chat with a bunch of other people, and he joins and starts talking, and he's like 18 years old, and I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> Mm -hmm. Yikes! All right. Well, you know what? Most people think that I'm a chick when they oh, talk to when they all talk these to me. Years <laughs> yeah, I know, right? So, but it's okay. I don't take offense to it because I don't really care what people think I sound like. Mm. I take a shot in my leg every single week, and uh, I'd be if, mad. I'd be like, dang it! And and if this is the voice that doing that does, then so be it. Yeah. Uh. But seriously, though, if you can't have the same type of friendship online that you can in person, what have you done to start navigating that? Because you're not near as internet dependent as you used to be. Um, 
You wait till the pandemic to decide that, oh, I want to be social now. Yeah. Poor timing. Dick move, Quentin. Oh, that's my fault. Okay. <laughs> okay. But how, I'll how do you... I'll bring it back here, then I'll, and then I'll hold the whole house hostage. <laughs> yeah. I want a helicopter. How do you navigate that, though? How do you... How are you okay right now, socially? Um, because it's got to suck for teenagers, especially ones like you who are just starting to Yeah, and especially, and then they're the ones that don't care, and then, then that's how they die. And your senior year. This is your senior year. What happened? Oh, never mind. That's for later. Give me a note thing. Oh, a note thing. But, um. Good luck. We're all counting on you. Uh. He can't talk and write. Neither can yeah, I. Yeah, I can't. But you're talking. Only a little bit. Okay. okay. Alright. I don't... Am I retarded? Okay. Don't say that. Or we... You have Asperger's. Yeah. You're special that way. Anywho, you were saying. Um... What was I saying? I couldn't tell you. I was more interested in the notepaper and the pen. I was talking to you about how are you able to navigate Am I able to being navigate social being right social now during the pandemic, pandemic when um, you're just starting to become social. What, how does that feel or, or, you know, what are you experiencing? Well, people are... are Strange when you're a stranger. It's kind of annoying, Faces like wearing masks. When you're alone. Oh, sorry. Are you going to... you done? Yeah. It's annoying, like, wearing masks uh, everywhere you are but at the friend's house. <laughs> oh, I gotcha. And it's like, you know, depending on the friend, uh, the parents are all different, and so they all care a different amount about the pandemic. There are some that absolutely still don't let any kids in to this day, and there are some that are just like, COVID doesn't and we're, exist. And we're in the middle. We're in the middle because I have the business at home. My part's isolated. Um, after the kids leave, I clean, um, you know, sanitize, all that stuff. So anybody that comes in here into the office is perfectly, you know, comfortable to not wear a mask, typically, they say. Uh, and I have an air purifier that's usually going. In the early podcast it was going, that's what was so loud. But it also has the UV and all that stuff. But those friends that you go over to their houses and their parents just don't give a crap do you protect yourself i kind of get worried but i usually don't bring anything to like actually protect myself with other than like washing my hands yeah well that's what i'm talking about you can follow a common sense protocol yeah you don't have to freak out and say oh i have to do this or i don't you can very easily say hey i'm not comfortable and leave if you want to yeah but you're comfortable enough because you're smart enough you have critical thinking skills that have kept you healthy so far you did get scarlet fever though you of all people the person who is totally the least social creature you got scarlet fever how old were you nine uh i think because so, yeah. wasn't it before you got your big screen no, it was when I had my big screen. Okay, so then you... And I was like, pretty sweet. I get to stay home from school for summer vacation for like another three weeks. Yeah, because like you got it like the day school started. The day school started. It's like, are you crazy? I was, that was awesome. I was like, thank the Lord. You looked like a chipmunk. I still have the pictures. I will I... bring them up sometime. <laughs> 
but your cheeks were like yeah. this big. It was nuts. And I didn't even feel it, and I didn't care. I was sitting there playing my video games, my and Xbox 360. And your Aunt Shani was so, like, scared for your life. Like, she just knew you were going to die. Like, she <laughs> always knows. She knows you're dying. Right now, you're dying. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, you got so super sick. She, it was scary there for a little while because you also have what's called pandas. You don't have it now because you're not... Um, a juvenile anymore like you're you've matured out of it but that I think has played a part so of your like awareness too. So skin will just be gone at some point? Um, no because... the skin the physical things will always be there but you won't quite have the obsessive behavior. If y'all oh, don't know okay. what pandas is look it up it's a it's um, it stands <laughs> I'm trying to remember what it is pediatric something it's been a while. Anyway, it's because he had the strep virus so strong that it caused a whole lot of um, disruption and he began to exhibit obsessive compulsive behaviors like me. We thought that it was just learned behaviors from me or that it was a genetic thing. But it turns out the doctor isolated and it was this pandas thing and he went on a course of antibiotics for a while. When the symptoms got bad, it would control them. So that was pretty pretty good that's so we knew in other words that's truly what it was because the treatment was effective um and then you just had to grow out of it but anywho that all is resulting from stupid scarlet fever yeah and where did you get it quentin chuck e cheese's man that place is suspicious. That that's not a good place. Yeah, and that was Chuck E. Cheese in North Carolina, in Fayetteville, guys. Fayetteville, Fayetteville North Carolina. So y'all look that up. That is where he got Scarlet Fayetteville. Fever. Yeah, it was unpleasant. Sorry, I'm sure the place could be clean. Well, it's probably closed right now. But I thought I thought we lived on um. Where was it? Where we lived? Uh, we lived across from Ari. That was uh, that was in Linden Oaks, yeah, which is Linden part Oaks. of Fort Bragg. It's actually yeah. called Camden. I thought we were in Linden Oaks. Well, we weren't in Linden Oaks, but Fayetteville is the town outside oh. of Linden Oaks. Linden Oaks was the okay. neighborhood. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. So um, that's interesting. But now, what do you do to pass your time since you're not being social? <laughs> Are you getting back into the internet addiction? I know you're on, um, I mean, like, Discord and all that a lot. Yeah. Uh, and it's not that I go out of my way to be on it. I just have two monitors. So I have Discord on one, and I'm playing the game on the other. I'm watching YouTube, whatever. So it's just always it's just always up when, I'm, when my computer's on. Uh, Do you think that if there were a group here right now in Highland that was, like, a group of teens that said, hey... We're going to all get together. Why don't you come hang out? Would you do it? Yeah, I'd do I'd be like, well, this is new. Look and, at that. And that's why we're not letting you. COVID, Quentin. COVID. I mean, if there were a bunch of people I didn't know, I'd be like, well, even the backstory on exactly why you're inviting me. Yeah, it's there's COVID parties. <laughs> and, oh, it's because I have money, isn't it? Because you have money. Yeah, because you have had a job for how long? Did you have it? Uh, I had it since July 31st. 
July 31st. Look at that. And you just put in your two weeks because it's difficult for you. I didn't just put it in. Oh, well, okay. You just, just had your last, last day. Yeah. You I mean, last said, day. We're not going to talk about where you worked. Most people know where you worked because obviously you were sponsored by them for a while. <laughs> but, that was such a dumb joke. But, um, you know, you've applied for a couple places and you're about to get another job. How does that feel? You're about to be I'm back scared in the mix. again. The same kind of scared when you get your first job because now this is not a Dairy Queen and it's not going to be the people I know. So now she's like, didn't we just say that? Didn't we just say that we weren't going <laughs> to? I don't care. I'm teasing you. Oh my you. bad. I'm teasing I totally you. Didn't even... Everybody knows that you worked at Dairy Queen. It's not a shameful thing. Anyway. Oh, that's ahead. a shameful thing. No, I said it's not. Well, but you, oh, whatever. Um, <laughs> so. I was, I don't know, because I don't like the idea of retail, uh, but... A lot of people don't. But I think... You did realize that I have a retail business. What bothers me is that Dairy Queen was on, like, easy mode the whole time I worked there. Dairy Queen was on easy mode because the lobby was closed. So it was only drive-thru on easy mode. A lot of places went only drive-thru, but um, at some point... I was told that the lobby was going to open again. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, that'll be fun. But I didn't realize how bad it will be. And so when the lobby be. opened and back. And so then at some point, some of them, like, described, oh, yeah, like, you know, during the summer in the lobby. I was just like, oh, no. So I don't, you I don't want to work here when it's open. So you started to get really anxious. So it went beyond getting being scared of an – it goes beyond yeah. being scared of a new but job. But it was now. like so – that was – at the start of when I worked, and it, it had been months, and I hadn't opened it. But it's just, I'm not going to be here for when all hell breaks loose. Yeah. <laughs> See well, y'all. you're going to be at a new job. Yeah. So how does that feel thinking about that? Because, you know, the vaccine's coming. You know, things will have um, some normalcy, you know, by this next year. So you'll be working now during the pandemic, you know, during an influx, as a matter of fact. So you'll be working. How does that feel? Um, I don't know, since I'm a, since I'm just a, a wagey, probably not that good, considering I don't get paid based on the quality of my work, but rather by the hour. Yeah, so maybe. So it doesn't matter how many customers come in, I just rather the least amount possible. Yeah, so right now you're just looking for a under the radar type job. Yeah. Uh, so anybody like comment the... if they need an under the radar type guy, but. I am going to hire you if you want to be a delivery driver as soon as you can get your license. I don't want to work for my dad's company. I don't know. The company business. You're ugly. It feels You're ugly. weird. You're ugly. You're I ugly. I have bad stories with it. I, I don't I don't even care. From other friends who uh, have had similar situations. Okay. Well, Alex has worked for me. Yeah, but Alex is also way more responsible than I am. That is the truth. I'm glad you recognize it. Um, and yeah, I would probably be angry with you a lot. Yeah, I so, can see. That's the right decision, Clinton. Just that, that yes. I know myself Smart a move. Um, but you're changing. So, I've, like, the idea Alex had for that, well, what even is it? It's a pharmacy or something? What are you talking about? She was applied to there. It was this weird, obscure, like, building that looks like a house, but there's a big sign and a lot out front. Are you talking uh, about the the health store? The health store is that what it was? 
I can't believe you just said all that when that is like the best place on earth. I had no idea it was even there. I, I like, I would always see the sign of it and whatever. That's your And awareness. I never even looked over there. Yeah, that's, that's a great place. That's a fantastic place. What's in there? Uh, natural and holistic stuff. Okay. I'll Why don't you go in there? Uh, but I don't know. It's like. Google it. I bet that not, they don't get like a lot of business like Walmart. So, you know. Of course not. Cause why yeah. would they? Not a lot of people it's really local care. Business, yeah. You know. And so, you know, it's just like, oh, I work there. You but could. Alex already did it. So I'm just. <laughs> well, um, I'm sure that if you put, hey. If yeah. you put your intention out there of what you want, then you're going to notice it more. In other words, if you start focusing on oh, what yeah, you yeah, want, yeah. you're going to notice on, yeah. it. You're going to notice Yeah. Yeah. I understand that. It's happened to me a few times. Yeah, so you just have to do that. And um, kind of a, uh, I don't know, tangent, if you will. I, um, <laughs> I should say... <laughs> I should say, I was not actually saying that Derek is depressed and lonely. I'm saying that my concern is always that Derek is depressed and lonely because I don't know what it's like to be an only child. Sort of six years gap between me and the siblings, so Took I don't really know. But <laughs> I, I do want to say that before we before we uh, stop because. I, you know, I love you, Derek. And, uh, yeah, I wasn't trying to crack on you, but you know that I worry. I always ask you if you've got anyone in your life. So it just made me think of that. And I know that you worry sometimes, too, about your friends and whether they have people or not in their lives. Do you think that they worry about you? Because um, you're single right now. I don't, they don't really actively worry uh, only if I show it, which I 98% of the time do not. So do they ever say, hey, Quentin, you're on your computer a lot more? Or No, no. Because they're kind of your group too. Yeah, no, they don't mm -hmm. notice that. Do you think that maybe if you had friends that did notice that, that you might pull yourself out a little bit more? I don't know. Uh, like... Sometimes like, I'm like, yeah, no, go away. That sounds like too much work. Like your friend R. Your friend R, whenever he wants to go out and do stuff, um, he'll say, hey, let's go do blah, blah, blah. He'll say that to you, and then you have that choice. And he's one of those local friends. Yeah. But, like, you know, you don't really have that option online. And if you do, yeah. it takes a lot of effort for you to go from point A to point B and all of that stuff, right? Yeah. So you're willing to do it if they're worth the effort? I've kind of been thinking about uh, what I would need to save to go see Lewis. Oh, that's a good idea. And that's, that's um, you know, a good goal to save for. You hear that? I'm coming for you. Oh, that I'm is... going to shill it out to him, and then he's going to go to that. There you go. Well, I think that we've had a pretty good conversation, you. Yeah. Is there anything cool you want to add? Um, 
I know that you would say if anyone else is struggling, they can always hit you up. How can they get a hold of you if somebody's struggling with kind of the same things that you're struggling with and they want to reach out and go, oh, I want to be your friend? They can comment on I'll video. make a business account on Discord. <laughs> no. No. If no. it's a teenager. Can, well, yeah. but what I'm saying. They most likely have Discord. Or I could say Snapchat. Or they could comment and Snapchat, yeah. I would rather not do that in the YouTube comments. Well, no. What I'm saying is they can comment, and then you can get a hold of them. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then you'll know. We could just SMS at the end of the day anyway. Yeah. There you go. So you're out there. They can find you. And um, today is what? What is tonight? Pizza night. Right. It's Thursday. <laughs> it's pizza night. So I'm done here. I'm ready for pizza. Um, thank you, Quentin, and yeah. guys, thank you. Thank you. New hair. Blue. <laughs> Your hair is blue. Blue hair. Sir, I also got my ears dyed. Yeah, ears dyed and everything. How anyway, exciting. wanted to give you the the um, reveal. So there it is. Alex dyed her hair. And I cut my blue. nails. Oh, good job. Thank you. Okay. Maybe she'll be on the next one with another curious guest. Should I say? TJ. TJ also got a haircut. TJ also got a haircut. And I got my hair in the back. he's had the same style forever. All of his life he's had the same style. And finally, um, he's almost 18. Like yeah. a couple of months. A couple of months from being then 18 he changed and his he hair. changed his hairstyle. Finally. He looks very, very handsome. Like he a male looks... model. Okay. No, that is I think not he looks what I, like a male model. That is not what I was going to say. I was going to say he looks very mature and responsible, respectable, and nice and clean. He looks great. Not like Justin Bieber. <laughs> he saying. was getting the mullet back. He was getting a mullet. You should have seen whenever she clipped, it just... And then it was like this long whenever it fell on the ground. I was like, God. That's gross. Like thinking gross. about hair, Gross. Gross. Yeah. I think we should get Road him set up house. next with a haircut like mine, short in the back, long everywhere else. No. Why not? Okay. No, because I, I like him. <laughs> All right. We're done here. Guys, please subscribe and push the little bell, you know, for, for you, Joe. Just hit I know, that bell button. Joe, I know that you have a hard time with all of this, so I'll go slow. Look, you've already subscribed to my channel. And now you hit the hit the little bell, and each time you like like the video, that helps me. It helps me help you, Joe. But make sure whenever you tap or click on the bell button, you click all notifications. All, all, so I can bug you all the time. Every time he uploads. There you go, Joe. That's for you, man. Oh, I appreciate all your comments, and of course your wonderful daughter Emily too. All of your love that you send. It's great stuff. So keep sending it, and I'll keep making these videos for y'all. So there you go. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Alex. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs>